Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. You know, for the for the bonus episode, we've got a lot to live up to on this podcast after last year's Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. It made both of our worst films of the year that we watched. I think it was number one for both of us. <laughs> it was indeed, yeah. A trauma. I don't think we've quite topped it, but we've got damn close with this one. Fucking hell. Welcome back to the Bad Movie Cult Podcast, everybody. My name is Dominic Law, and I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Kemby Wilde. Good evening, afternoon, morning, whenever you're listening. Most of all, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. We're doing a, another quick bonus episode, similar to last Christmas, and similarly, it's got people in, like, animal suits and shit. Yeah. Seems to be a running trend now for our Christmas-themed episodes. Yeah, it better not be. <laughs> It's the 1986 Clive Donner film, Babes in Toyland. New from Orion Home Video. Why is Mary marrying this terrible old Barnaby instead of his friend? Because Barnaby bought the mortgage on her mother's house and said he'd throw them all out in the street if she didn't. There's trouble in Toyland. Dear friends and neighbors, as justice of the peace of Toyland, it falls within my power to join this handsome couple. Well, anyway, uh, this couple in matrimony. The wicked Barnaby Barnacle wants the beautiful Mary Contrary to be his bride. Barnaby Barnacle, do you take Mary here to be a bride? To have and protect as long as you both shall live? I do, I do, I absolutely, yes, I do. In that case... She doesn't love him! She loves Jack! She really shouldn't be marrying you. If he doesn't get his way, he'll turn Toyland into a world without toys. I mean, we're talking serious villain here. So it's up to Jack Nimble. I think what you really want is to destroy Toyland. On the contrary, I plan to own it. His brave Toyland friends. The wise old toy master. Don't you realize you can never conquer Toyland? And a little girl from Cincinnati. Cincy Watsky. To drive the villainous Barnaby and his loyal legion of tacky trolls out of Toyland. I will be master of Toyland. You're the monster of Toyland, Barnaby. Babes in Toyland. For a town, it looks like so much fun. This is pretty strange stuff. IMDb rating, Ken, 5.2 out of 10. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and no rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's more like it. Awful. Listen to this for a lineup of A A list celebs. You've got yeah. Drew Barrymore, who's eleven years old during this, is playing Lisa Piper. It also stars Richard Mulligan as Barnaby Barnacle. Eileen Brennan, who you may know from Clue, who's Mrs. Peacock in Clue. Yeah. She plays Mrs. Piper slash Widow Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves. <sighs> Welcome to the podcast. This is his first... Ep- I'm <laughs> I think shocked. it is, isn't it? I'm yeah. shocked this is his first episode. He plays Jack B. Nimble. Yeah. <laughs> Jill Shollen plays Mary Piper or Mary Contrary. Listen to this fat fox name. You ready? Yeah, I saw this name. I didn't even know who it was. Googie Gress 
plays Georgie Porgy. Yeah. And Pat Morita plays the Toy Master. Hello, Pat. What a lineup. Welcome back, Pat. Welcome back. Pat Morita's been on this twice, and Kenna Reeves hasn't even featured. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Got a plot for you, Ken. Really? <laughs> a young girl wakes up in the realm of Toyland where she teams up with her family and friends to overthrow the evil villain Barnaby. You don't seem happy. You don't seem festive. No, I've fucking watched it. <laughs> I've watched this. Yeah? Awful. It's long, isn't it? It's too long. <laughs> An hour and a half too long, this. <laughs> Absolutely terrible film. <laughs> really is bad. Struggle to find anything remotely Good <laughs> at all. It was not even good, even mediocre. Was it? It's just all poor. Is it as good as... Uh... Oh, it's not as shit as that, obviously. <laughs> no, but it's not good. Got a tagline. There's one tagline. Yeah, what is it? What's this piece of shit? <laughs> yes, it's very festive, isn't it? <laughs> the tagline is... What's this Christmas piece of shit? You must truly believe in toys. Fucking... They exist. Toys exist. You don't have to believe in toys because they do exist. Well, um, I'm going to come back to that tagline because that's the main issue I have with this film. <laughs> yeah, I've got lots. <laughs> well, let's crack straight into oh, it. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, can't wait. We start with some festive music. Uh, this is a musical, by the way. This Yeah, film. I didn't know that either. <laughs> this is not my choice, everyone. But okay. so was so no, was the other one. All right, yeah. None of these are my choice. Santa and the Ice my Cream choice Bunny, Invasion USA, my choice. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Norris killing everybody. Yeah, that's my choice. Well, Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny was a musical. I thought we'd keep the trend up. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, I remember seeing this as a kid, as an early morning TV movie while I was off school, sick around Christmas time, and I remember thinking. This is shit, isn't I it? Say, but it didn't make you feel much better, <laughs> did it? This I thought I had a like. I thought it was a fever dream. I, I have, I've I have never it. seen this before until I watched it yesterday. <laughs> Fuck's sake! To be honest, if you got a title with "Babes in Toyland," I really expected this to be a lot more fun <laughs> for an adult. <laughs> did you uh, Did you watch this at home? Yes, I watched a bit at work and then I watched the rest at home. And I enjoyed neither. Did you sit there with a beer and your notepad? Yes. (laughs) Did anyone from your house see you watching this? No, it was the dead of night. (laughs) (laughs) It was around about 2am. It walks past your house and sees you watching this at 2am. 2am. So it's Christmas Eve anyway. It's snowing like fuck outside. It is, yeah. And we get the newscaster telling us to just stay home on account of the blizzard. 
And we meet Lisa. She's an 11-year-old. She's reading a cookbook. She gets a call from her mom, who's in her payphone, telling her she'll be home late, as her and her little brother are stuck. She seems uh, drunk, the mother, yeah. throughout this entire film. Honey, I gotta go. I gotta go find Joey something to eat. Okay? I think that's just her acting style. It is, woman. yes. Yeah. She's like that in Clue, isn't she? She is, well? yeah. Yeah, on account of the snow, they're stuck at the gas station, so they'll be late. Yeah, little brother Joey. Um, what the fuck's her sister wearing is my first I, note. I, I just put her sister's putting on a massive pink jacket. Yeah. Which doesn't belong to her at all. It's and like massive... Andre the Giant's fucking jacket. <laughs> yeah, and a massive woolly hat. Yeah. And we find out through this brief conversation on the phone and with her sister Mary, the sister's called Mary, that Lisa is 11 going on 40. She, mm-hmm. she likes to cook and clean for the family. She doesn't like toys. She hasn't got time for that shit. No. Mary tells her that she's got her something for Christmas and she assumes it's a new blender. But in actual fact, Mary's got her a sled. Yeah, she says she's not going to tell her. And then she tells her. Ruins the whole day for Christmas. Everyone cries. <laughs> well, that was just Ken watching, watching this interaction. <laughs> I was already in tears. Drew Barrymore's not very good at acting at this point in her life, is she? Wait till Keanu Reeves turns up. <laughs> <laughs> put that. Fuck's sake. Uh, man. <laughs> I got you a great present. Don't ask what it is. It's a surprise. I bet it's a new blender. Well, then what is it? I won't tell you. You're a rat. <laughs> it's a sled. A sled? I thought for a change you might want something fun. Oh, I think a sled's a terrific present. I love you. You're a mm, This is very nice. Beautiful. Heartwarming. It's beautiful. Do you, do you get it, Ken? Everyone loves each other in this film. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? It. That's I a Christmas nice little thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's lovely. It's better than watching Nico wanking on the beach like we had to in Invasion USA. This is I an actual know. Christmas feel-good. Mm. I don't know. I'd actually prefer watching a middle-aged terrorist masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Than this again. There's the quote for the review that should have been on the poster. <laughs> anyway, Mary, she disappears off to work. She works at the toy store. Lisa carries on watching the news. And I'll tell so- you what, as soon as the news says everybody stay at home, there's an enormous amount of people fucking out and about, isn't there? There is, yeah. Absolutely, nobody's at home. Yeah, she's carrying on watching the news until the power lines go down, thanks to some high winds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is when we get our first look at Jack, played by Keanu Reeves, because we cut to the toy store. And I've put he's particularly awful in this film. Yes. He's a fresh-faced young lad. To be honest, Keanu Reeves was pretty bad in every film he was in until people started to like him. Until John Wick, no one really cared that Keanu Reeves was still doing stuff. I don't don't know if that's me being unkind and whether people will not like that because obviously he's a nice guy and everyone says he's nice and social media is now on his side. He plays John Wick well because he doesn't really speak much. He doesn't do anything. He's not even good in the Matrix films. He's not good. He's no. not convincing in any role he's been in. But this, this is especially poor. We're going to get <laughs> some fucking hate mail about this. Keanu Reeves disliking uh, I'm not saying I'm disliking him. I'm yeah, just saying I don't think he's a good actor. Oh, you're Pat's... shitting all over Pat Swayze. <laughs> it reminds me of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, Marshall Teague. He joined in. He did, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Marshall. If you're still listening. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I, I say, yeah, Keanu Reeves, nice guy, but he's not a very good actor. And this is when he was just starting out. He's even worse. Hey, 
quick Christmas pizza at Capone's before I drop you home. Jack, I don't think I could eat three pizzas. You said anything about three? Well, I got two of their offers. Oh, here we go again. The Delilah of the Five and Dime. Lisa turns up at the shop to tell them about the storm that they need to come home. And Jack says, oh, my Jeep has four-wheel drive, so I will take you home right now. Ooh. But someone's got to tell Barney to close the store. And uh, this is Mr. Barney. And uh, Mary says, telling him to close the store, that's like someone telling King Kong to get out of the jungle. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know what she's on about. But Mr. Barney comes over anyway. Anyway, yeah, that introduces the character, who's an absolutely ridiculous person. <laughs> How so? Well, he's fucking slick back hair. I don't even know if he's if he's not really interacting with any people. He doesn't really look at anyone. <laughs> he's always looking like elsewhere, like all shifty, and he's just like a caricature of a sleazy boss. It should be pointed out as well that this film is on YouTube if you want to watch it, and there's also the director's cut, which is 140 minutes long. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, I did not watch that. No. No chance. <laughs> uh, Mr. Barney comes over to chew out Mary and also sexually harass her a little bit. It is, it is Christmas, after all. Hmm. And uh, Lisa, hit, Lisa hides under the desk because uh, Mary's like, oh, Mr. Barney's coming, you need to hide. You know, what will he think if he sees a child in this toy store? Yeah, yeah, that'd be awful. It's the last thing you want to see in a toy store, isn't it? Yeah. And um, he, he doesn't even know who she is. So I don't know why she's making her hide. But anyway, she pops up out of where she was hiding and then she starts um, giving him the rollicking of his life. Yeah, don't talk to my sister like that. Yeah, and his response did make me laugh because he just says, what the heck is that? <laughs> Drew Barrymore It's Drew up. Barrymore from yeah. E.T. Yeah. Says the other characters. Uh, Mary joins in, saying to stop trying to sleep with her and stop being a cunt to Keanu Reeves. Mm -hmm. Real dialogue. (laughs) She says it's Christmas Eve, there's a blizzard out there, and she's going to take her sister home. Whilst Mary goes off to find Jack and his annoying fat mate, Lisa grabs the microphone off the side and speaks over the tannoy to the customers. Yeah, saying, hey, there's a blizzard, everybody get out, go home, save yourselves, run for your lives. And Barney chases her away from there and then starts singing down the microphone to the customers. Yeah, very poorly. Trying to stop them from leaving. Uh, excuse me, everybody. I just heard on TV there's going to be a major snowstorm hitting Cincinnati any minute. It's Christmas Eve and you should all go home while you still can. Give me that. Give me that, you midget monster. Nothing to worry about, folks. That was just a false alarm. Please, uh, come on now. Just, just a little snow. I mean, what do you expect? It's Christmas. Christmas time is snow time, and in no time it'll be Christmas again. I tell you what, for a musical, it's a very, very um, ambitious casting that they've cast nobody that can sing at all. Mm. Every single one of these songs is terrible. Yeah. Awfully sung by everyone involved. Incredible work. (laughs) It's got to be difficult to do that. Yeah. You've got to actually cast people who can't sing. And then make them sing. Mm. Why? Awful. But she tells them to um, that they're leaving, and uh, Mary gives Lisa the sled that she's going to get her for Christmas. Yeah, that she's stealing because she hasn't even bought it yet. Not just any sled, Ken. It's a mountain master. <laughs> You're damn right it is. They are the best, and so are you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Says Lisa and hugs Mary. 
Uh, they head off in their truck into the storm, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is me get our first song. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's, it's all about Cincinnati. Is it, what the fuck is it with Cincinnati in this film? How many times are people going to say Cincinnati? And they and say I, it a lot. And I wish I fucking knew, but there's no way in the world I'm watching it again. Because <laughs> you would have counted. Yeah. Uh, I got a line from the... Well, let's, let's play a little bit for, <sighs> for, the, for the listeners. Because I can guarantee you, none of you will go and watch this after <laughs> listening to this. But here it is anyway. Lisa, do you really like the sled? I mean, you weren't just putting on an act back in the store, were you? No, this is going to be the best Christmas in the history of the world. Right here in Cincinnati. Welcome to glorious Cincinnati, queen of Ohio's alpine ski resorts. I come from I've got a line from it for you, Ken. Oh, yeah, That please, I particularly yeah. enjoyed. Okay, yes. At first they called it Cincy, but since Cincy is so natty, they called it Cincinnati, so they say. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Don't you like that? Isn't that lovely? Isn't that whimsical? Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and this felt, this actually starts off with Keanu Reeves talking about Alpine ski resorts yes, or some yes, shit. Yeah, yeah, he starts the whole song off. Oh, God, it's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. <sighs> and they're all, like, cheering in the back. <laughs> anyway, thankfully the car crashes. <laughs> That is actually true, yeah. Yes, yes, thank goodness. But uh, they crash the car and um, Drew Barrymore falls out the back of the car on her sled. For some reason, she sat on it yeah. while she's in the back. And uh, she slides down a hill, uh, hits a tree and presumably dies or comatose. And she wakes up in Toyland. Yeah, and here we go. Yeah, here we go now. We're in Toyland, everybody. What what are your thoughts on this place, Ken? When you first it's fucking horrible, it's <laughs> awful. When you first so annoying. <laughs> I fully appreciate Barnaby's stance on everything in Toyland. <laughs> it it looks irritating as hell. It's like a Tim Burton sort uh, of. It looks it's it's like she's flying overhead. Half of the people in Toyland are like animals, yeah. like life size animals. Human-sized animals, sorry, not life-size. And um, and some of the other people are just humans. Just dressed up. Yeah, it's just we don't know what the fuck's going on. There's bears in, like, police hats. Yeah. Directing they're, traffic. Their security or the police force or whatever the fuck they're supposed to be. Um. Any. Anyway, she lands in a massive cake. Yeah. Yeah, and then eats a bit of it. Everyone runs off because it's like, who the fuck is this? Drew Barrymore on a bloody sled. Yeah. Yeah, run. And this is the first character we meet, and this is when the first time you realise that people from the real world that we saw earlier, they also play 
characters in this toy land and uh, the the fat mate that um, Keanu Reeves is knocking about with, he's in this now. Georgie Porgy is the chief tester at the Toyland Cookie Factory. Yeah, of course, yeah. And surely the resident paedophile. <laughs> I don't know. There's a few. There's a few applicants for that one. <laughs> he offers her a cookie, and he has a camel toe. Mm. That's what I've written. That's my note for Georgie Porgy. It's a very high waisted shorts that he's wearing. It Excuse is. Me, yeah. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, Excuse me. Oh, uh, uh, here, let me help you up. I appreciate that. Thank oh. you. Are you hurt? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's good. I'm Georgie Porgy, a chief taster at the Toyland Cookie Factory. Uh, here, have a a raspberry ripple. It'll make you feel better. Oh, thank you. I have put in my notes flashbacks of Ice Cream Bunny with all these animals walking about. Yeah. It's just basically people dressed with fucking animal heads on, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's kind of pointless. Nightmare-inducing. And Georgie tells us he's not happy because he's going to a wedding between Mary Contrary and Barnaby Barnacle. Yeah. I love the thought of Ken having to sit there writing this. Yeah. <laughs> Barnaby Ken is so evil, he lives in a bowling ball. Yeah, that's the pinnacle of fucking evil, that, isn't it? <laughs> On the top of the hill. Yeah. And what he likes to do is he likes to roll his house down into town and knock people over in the streets. How does he get his fucking house back up there, then? <laughs> and if he likes to do that, you know, like, as as we go further on, Towards the end, why doesn't he do that? Yeah, he never. I that never would be the fucking perfect time to be doing that, and mm-hmm. he doesn't. I put to you that that is not the case. He does not like to do that, and he's never done it before in his fucking life. I think Georgie's telling tales out of school. I think he's telling porky pies. Oh. That's what I think. With it being fairy tale bullshit, Georgie yes. Porgy telling porkies. Yeah, I think it is. It turns out Mary really wants to marry Jack B. Nimble. Yes but is forced to marry Barnaby on account of him buying Mary's mother's house and threatening to throw them out into the street if she didn't marry him. Mm. Talking about mortgages in a whimsical child's film. Classic. Ceremony takes place anyway. Lisa's there asking why she doesn't just elope, and Georgie tells us that Toyland is surrounded by the forest of the night. Yeah, nice. fortunate placement for a sort of... Teddy bears, fucking picnic. Yeah, of a town. I, 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 I don't know what was there first. I mean, you assume it was the forest. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why they picked there to build. Anyway, Barnaby turns up. He's got a crow on his fucking head. <laughs> oh, what the hell he's wearing? What the hell's going on with this guy? But anyway, yeah, it, it's him from the toy shop. You see, it's the store boss. Yeah, yeah. Barney. He's play, now Barnaby play, playing another character who's wearing dead crows. Yeah, long dead crow jacket and a. Crow on his head. Yeah, and he's got two hunchback minions called Zack and Mac. Yeah, I've put the Kenby Wild and Dom Lawton of the movie. Yes, that's us. Yeah, we first hear about the Toy Master here as well. Yeah. Lisa asks Georgie about him, and Georgie says, he's the most wonderful man in the world. He certainly is. So wonderful that he refused to turn up to the only thing happening in the town. Yeah, he is He is there. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was a, he was not there or something. I thought he lived like a far away, but mm. he's he's actually in the town, and um, he's just not bothered. Yeah, <laughs> he's like fuck that, I ain't going. <clears throat> he sent a message. He has sent a box. message. Yeah, so he, he knows it's going on. It's not even that he's not aware of it. He knows it's happening, and uh, he knows it's a bad thing. 
which clearly he does later on. But he's still just saying, yeah, good luck. Well, the wedding gets stopped by Lisa, who just shouts out that Mary doesn't love Barnaby. Which is a bit rich. She's only just got there. So she immediately ascertains the situation. She's figured it all out. She's interrupting. She's getting in the way, sticking her fucking nose in where it's not wanted, and uh, just ruining uh, the happy day. And she said, you should be marrying Jack instead, instead of... And all the way through the ceremony, Jack's mouthing, I love you, to Barnaby and <laughs> to, uh... <laughs> to Georgie Porgy. <laughs> so, uh, anyone, anyone he catches the eye of. Tickling his undercarriage. Yeah. <laughs> to Mary. And uh, Barnaby ends up storming off. He calls her Cincy Watsky. Yeah, very clever. Says that far too many times in the film. From the re- for now until the rest of the film, because we're only ten minutes in. Yeah, that's all he calls her. Yeah, and shouts, "I'll get you!" Instead of just you know just backhanding her there and then. Mm. I wish he did because now we get another fucking song. Yeah, <laughs> Georgie's so happy about all of this, about the fact that Barnaby's fucked off. Even though like just a girl calling out is enough for him to like cancel the whole wedding. He breaks into our second song of the film, celebrating Lisa for ruining Barnaby's life. Yeah, for being the girl of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Just the week. You know, because something will probably happen next week. It'll be even better. The lyrics of it. And Keanu Reeves dancing around the fucking place in his little silver buckled shoes. Oh, little leprechaun. (laughs) He's in pantaloons. Uh, Bloody is. (laughs) Keanu Reeves. One for the ladies. (laughs) He's in like an Aladdin waistcoat. Pantaloons and uh, silver buckled shoes. Georgie Porgy, meanwhile, is wearing like a 1940s golfer hat. Camel toe fucking He looks like a proper Bavarian uh, gingerbread man thing doesn't he he does yeah Idiot. Bavarian gingerbread man is definitely um, should maybe be the name of our new band actually I quite like it <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it for Lisa <laughs> let's hear it for the girl of the hour <laughs> let's hear it for the girl of the day <laughs> let's cheer Anyway, yeah, Barnaby's watching all this from his bowling ball. Actually, a lot more spacious than you'd imagine when you go inside it. Yeah, well, he's got himself uh, he's got himself this massive one-eyed crow midget thing. It's like a chicken with yeah, one eye. That he, he can see elsewhere. Yeah. He can't see the future or anything. He can just see other things that are happening right now, but other places. I don't know how he does it. It's fucking magic. Yeah, it's, it's like... Toyland for fuck's sake. Yeah, the eye turns into like a TV, doesn't it? Yeah. Awful. And Jack basically explains the whole backstory for us. Yeah, we've got a plot. He needs to be married, Ken, mm-hmm. by the age of 21 mm-hmm. in order to inherit his father's cookie factory. 
<laughs> Cookies are the currency in Thailand, of course. Who the fucking hell's written this in the bloody decree? <laughs> Was this his dad? Yeah. Jack B. Nimble Sr. And uh, Georgie Porgy gives us the, the, the plot point, as you say. He needs to be married by noon next Wednesday. If not, the factory goes to Barnaby, who's Jack's uncle. <gasps> and that's when he decides to get revenge on, on Jack. Yeah, to... Basically, not to let him get married and take the factory. Yeah. He wants the factory. It's like he didn't know any of this either, because he only reacts now. Same as us finding out. He's like, oh, shit. Anyway, he's got a plan. Fucking pointless. He comes over and he's got the biggest whistle I've ever seen. Yeah. The big pink whistle. It's a very pink. Which is one of Ken's films. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, I didn't play the uh, title character. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and he blows on his whistle and they all look up and he says, cookie break. And they all fuck off, delighted that they can all disappear off for a break. And they open up a massive trap door that leads to the yeah, gates of hell, it. I think. because we're in the factory, aren't we? Yeah. yeah we, we've, we've cut to the factory, and everyone's on fucking roller skates. Everyone's everyone working in a factory on roller skates. It's health and safety, man. Honestly, who's the health and safety officer in this factory? Probably Not... Georgie Porgy. He's too busy out. He's the bloody chief taster. He can't do two. He can't wear too many hats. No, not with the size of the one he's got exactly. on. Exactly. You have to have them all underneath. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So that, that whistle says uh, break time. So everyone just fucks off and then they steal everything. Yeah, there's, you've got uh, Mac and Zach just like being twats, basically, and mm-hmm. throwing like cakes into the thing and using like playing baseball. Yeah, just stealing everything, aren't they? Stealing everything out of the factory. Yeah, that, no one notices this trapdoor. Yeah, it's quite visible, isn't it? And they're, they're basically what the plan is. They go. They're basically framing him, aren't they? That's what they're saying about like, did Jack steal all these cookies? Yeah. And who stole the cookie from the cookie factory? Yeah, that's kind of shit. Why don't they just kill him? <laughs> this Toyland, you can't kill people. There's no danger in this film. Well, there should be. Yeah. You could have an evil fucking uncle. You might as well just kill the kid. We get a horrible uh, scene as well with the the mother as well, where she introduces all to like her oh, children. Jesus, she lives in the boot. Yeah, she's uh, old old mother Hubbard, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think Lisa sort of tells her that she should marry Barnaby, and she kind of likes the idea because there's something about a man that lives in a bowling ball with two gimps. Yeah, <laughs> that's got to be very. Well, she likes it because she's drunk. <laughs> yeah. She's pissed, that's isn't true. she? Seemingly. Yeah, and. Um, Oh, this is when we first get to see the cars. You know, like Space Mutiny, when we thought those were bad. <sighs> yeah, fuck's sake. These run on to like... Be, to be honest, these look like a bit of fun. They look like more fun than the Space Mutiny cars. They look like little dodgem cars, don't they? Yeah, they're all multicolored, well, different colours, aren't they, with flowers yeah. on them. Yeah. And that's what they used to get around in Toyland, even though it's one street with about three houses. There's fucking loads yeah. of people that live yeah, there. Yeah, it'd be quicker just to walk. And that's when uh, we go back to the fucking cookie factory. Georgie Porgy's back there with a fucking chef's hat on, trying cookies. Yeah, the police bear turns up in a really stupid police car with the biggest fucking helmet hanging over it. And there's a police train. A police train turns up with <laughs> Justice Grimm fucking sat there. <laughs> Love to watch you watch that bit. Fucking hell! <laughs> Just imagine you blinking very that... slowly. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy with the fucking hat. Yeah, big old Justice Grim. Yeah, and uh, Barnaby turns up and plays the giddy goat about it all. Yeah, he's reported a robbery that he did and demands Jack be arrested because he's in charge of stock. Yeah, and he is. He's bloody arrested, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Justice Grim. He's on the bloody payroll, isn't he? 
Well, he's crooked. Or is he crooked? Or is he just naive? Is he just inept? I think he's just that. <laughs> yeah, he's not crooked, obviously, because he's a decent character. He just stays in the fucking thing. I mean, who's who's pushing this man for his job title? It's not going to be one of the fucking bears, is it? Who's going to be justice once this guy's Can't dead? Can't even speak, the bears. Exactly. They just sort of like... Scratch their little furry bollocks, don't they? Yeah, just... they do, yeah. At each other's. Yeah. Yeah, and just mime shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, rubbish. And it's down to this 11-year-old girl to plead her case. When we go into the... It's like the courtroom, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, a nice big purple courtroom, you know, Toyland. Yeah. And then he, she starts sort of um, distracting him, telling him stories of Cincinnati. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's discuss... Have you ever heard of Cincinnati? He's like, of course I fucking haven't. I'm a fucking judge in a town full of bears. I've got bears working for me. What the fuck are you talking about? Bear shit in my locker. And uh, <laughs> and she, she starts talking about uh, Pete Rose. Yeah. Pete Rose, of course, all you Cincinnati fans out there. Hey, Pete Rose, eh? Yeah. Wow. You remember Pete Rose? No. No, my neighbour's called Pete. <laughs> Guy who's next to me sneezes fucking loads. Pete does next he? Door, yeah, maybe he's on the snuff. Well, he might be. He watches TV so loud. I got in last night at one in the morning, and uh, I can hear his TV. That's why I was watching this shit. Was he watching Babes in Toyland I think as he well? Probably was. He was watching the the adult version. He's watching the yeah. hundred and forty minute one, the proper version. <laughs> a knock on his wall, Pete. Turn that shit down. Turn that Keanu Reeves song down, Pete. <laughs> you watching Billy Babes in Toyland again, Pete, or what? <laughs> You're a snuff addict. <laughs> and actually, he's distracting the judge. Yeah, anyway, yeah, Pete Rose. It's not, not my neighbour. I don't live next door to him. No, it could be. He had a heart attack once. I didn't even notice. I got pissed off because his alarm kept going off. And I was thinking, why don't you fucking turn that bastard alarm off? And it turned out he'd had a heart attack. And um... Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, he'd, he'd had to move just to live downstairs, and his alarm was upstairs. That's why I could hear it in my bedroom. Nice. Yeah, and I just got pissed off with him, and uh, it's because he nearly died. Hmm. Yeah. Is this the one that keeps banging all the time? He, he banged on the wall once when I was playing um, Rainbow too loudly. That's the band, not the oh, children's the... TV show. <laughs> Zippy. <laughs> <laughs> the TV theme tune. <laughs> Top fucking volume. <laughs> no, yeah, I was playing a song by Rainbow really loudly because I fucking like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which song? Um, Stargazer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of Rainbow then, no. <laughs> I, I don't know because um, my, my dad actually, when I told him that story, he said, well, maybe you should have gone around and see what he was banging at. Maybe he's having another heart attack. That's true. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. Instead of just being angry that I was playing music, maybe he was actually crying for help. Yeah. And I just turned the music down slightly <laughs> as a way to placate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever uh, ignored the desperate cries from your neighbour <laughs> as he was having a heart attack? Email us in, let us know. Badmoviecourtgmail.com I just know Jack Nimble's innocent, Your Honorship. He wouldn't steal a cookie from a baby, let alone a whole factory full. Well, I'm sorry, but that's the way the cookie factory crumbles. <laughs> Little joke. Justice Grip. Hmm? Hmm? Has anybody ever told you about Cincinnati? Anyway, Anyway, as... Pete Rose. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> as she's uh, sort of... Um... Keeping him busy, the judge, uh, Georgie Porgy nicks the massive keys that's on the 
the yes. hook. Classic keys on the on the wall and manages to uh, to free Jack from the jail. Of course he does. Whilst also at the same time, I think they they uh, lock the judge in, don't they? They do. Yeah, yeah. He says, "Where are those fucking keys?" And she says, "I don't know. Let's go and have a look." And uh, he goes into the cell, to, runs in, even though yeah. you can see that there's no one in there. And then she uh, locks him in. Sorted. Run away. Then they say, let's go and tell the Toy Master. Yes, and this is where we first get to meet old Pat. It is indeed. Pat Mar- I'll just say, all the, all these toys are shit. They are, aren't they? They're I fucking rubbish. I fucking want any of this if I was Isn't a kid. Absolutely There's loads of awful. Like, you know like those that shit like your grandmother would have, like wooden fucking carousels and all yeah, that sort of awful shite? awful stuff. No one wants any of this stuff anymore. Who's he building that stuff for? He says that he makes all the toys for Santa. My God. Exactly. So he's making them for everyone. He's making them for you and me. I don't fucking want them, Pat. No. So fucking don't use your Mr. Miyagi bullshit. Is he trimming his bonsai tree? Uh, it's already trimmed. Freshly trimmed. Yeah. Ready so for Drew Barrymore's arrival. Already been trimmed, yeah. Um, they do ask the Toy Master for help, but um, he says no. Yeah, he says, oh, I'm fucking busy. Yeah. He's, I tell you what, he's got bloody... Cupboards full of wooden soldiers, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Life-size wooden soldiers. But Drew Barrymore uh, opens up a cupboard and says, look at the fucking size of these bastards. He says, of course I've got them all, but they're not popular anymore. Massive six-foot fucking wooden soldiers. Of course they're fucking not. Where would people put them? (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, so he says that. he kisses them at night? I think he does, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All of them, one by one. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, and uh, anyway, yeah, that, that's pointless until later. And um, he says, I have a big secret. And I expected it to turn out that he was Japanese or something, he'd been in the war or something like that. But it turns out that's not what he does, not in this film. Uh, it turns out it's something even more ridiculous than him being Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that he's been extracting and collecting all the evil in the world. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you fucking what? You're a fucking toy maker. What are you doing that for? You're supposed to just be making toys for every dickhead in this town. But no, no, he's out collecting, he's extracting evil from across the world. Of course, there is room for Barnaby's presence. Uh, little uh, evil. Yeah, he's a little tiny evil. Uh, Barnaby, of course, is listening by watching a crow's eye. Yeah. Fucking wrote this. It's like a flask, isn't it? Is it? Is, yeah, is it... it's like a yeah. It's just like it's got some evil in it. Yeah. It, like the the elixir of evil. Anyway, yeah, they just say um, go out and uh, do some shit, and they all go bye then, Merry Christmas, and they leave, and the toy master does fuck all to help. Yeah, he's like, you know what, go and kidnap my nephew immediately, which is what he should have probably done anyway. Yeah, that's what Barnaby says, yeah. He says, you want you just go and bring him to me instead of framing him in an elaborate but pointless plot. Yeah, and so Jack and George, they go back to the to- uh, the factory to try and get evidence of uh, Barnaby's involvement in all the cookies yeah, being let's stolen. Let's look for clues. <laughs> yeah, and he walks on the trap door, the massive trap door that no one's seen, including the bear police. And Mac and Zach are there, and they've got hold of the fucking lever, and they're like hitting yeah. each other and laughing. How come, how come nobody knows what that lever's for? <laughs> no one's ever pressed it before. No, nobody's ever pulled that lever. It's fucking enormous. Yeah. And there's a huge trap door, and no one's thought, what's that doing there? Anyway, they pull the lever, and uh, Keanu Reeves falls foul of Barnaby's shaft. <laughs> and not for the first time. <laughs> Which I've written several times later in this as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, and into it he goes. Yeah, which brings him out into like a little holding cell. Yes. Right in the middle of uh, Barnaby's bowling ball. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Is this where we get a fucking other song? Is yeah, it? we do. We get a bad guy song. Yeah, what do you yeah. think to this? He can't sing either, can he? What no. the fuck? He's just he can't, talking. Yeah. Well, he can't barely talk, to well, be honest. It's terrible. Absolutely. I've written fucking terrible. Yeah, it's an awful song. He tells Jack his entire plan. He then visits Mary uh, with some flowers, you know, because he's romantic at heart. He's Barnaby. He still wants to marry her against her will, but at least he's bringing flowers and shit. That's true. Well, I wouldn't want anyone to miss out, so here's a little clip of the (laughs) Barnaby Barnacle song (laughs) called um, One-Eyed Crow. One-Eyed Monster. (laughs) (laughs) That starts singing as well, doesn't it? It starts, like, dancing about. Oh, fuck that. I want to share with you, dear boy, the evil scheme that fills my heart with joy. Its evil theme will never cease, cause I have created a monster beast. I've put in years of toil and strife. To bring the old-time evil dream to life You'll see my evil powers increase They've all underrated my masterpiece You see, Sherlock, the dream is about to be fulfilled Today, Torland, tomorrow, the world! I have this rendezvous with fate So much more evil to create So little love and so much hatred to release We won't tell the police I'll build a world with no more toys Pure hell for little girls and boys Those gap to grabby little geese <laughs> I'm creating a masterpiece All right, boys, give the others you know what to do. Yeah, and this is when doesn't like Lisa try and like sweet talk him. Yeah, uh, she takes the flowers off him instead of just allowing him to go about his fucking business because she's getting in the way. And she says, "I'll give her these flowers." And then she's she says something about old Mother Hubbard fancying a slice of uh, Barnaby's pie. And then she goes and tells uh, old Mother Hubbard that Barnaby fancies a slice of her pie. And, you know, she's doing a bit of matchmaking. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Mother Hubbard's pie. Yeah. Mother Hubbard's dusty cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she wants. Yeah. That's what she's trying to get together. She's Mm. trying to get them slapping together. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And then they say, let's go and search Barnaby's balls. And... uh, And off they go, and somebody, and Mary says, yes, it's about time I did something besides cry. 
Yeah. It was fucking pathetic in terms of dialogue. <laughs> so fucking grow up, Mary. I'm fucking 11 and I'm doing more than you, you pathetic twat. Yeah. What's Georgie doing during all this? Finger in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's on the extended <laughs> director's, director's cut. Yeah, if you want to watch that, yeah. That's what Pete was watching next door. <laughs> That's why I had the art banging on the wall. This is crazy. Nobody's ever been inside Barnaby's house before. It could be very dangerous. Don't with that now, Georgie. I'll go. I'm not scared. I'm not a child. No, I'll search it. You two stand guard. But wait a minute. Something I'm could... sorry, Lisa, but it's time I did something besides cry. Mary also falls foul of Barnaby's shaft. Oh, yes, that's yeah. true. And uh, then the, she she falls down. She lands next to Jack. They have a quick cuddle, and I think they start some heavy petting uh, because Barnaby says, this is the last time you will ever touch each other. So they make the most of it. Go full on. It's really, yeah, really uncomfortable. For... Yeah, he's just like, oh, we'll do it. <laughs> for Zach Mack yeah, and Barnaby like, to watch. Jesus. Yeah, and then... <laughs> and then... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they go and see the Toy Master. The Toy Master, he says, oh, look, I've I've made a new toy. And uh, Lisa says, oh, that's shit. <laughs> she says, that's absolutely shit. Now, now, help us kill Barnaby, for fuck's sake. What, what is it that he makes? It's some sort of trapeze artist. Yeah, that spins. Bollocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so shit. <laughs> She's not impressed, because, you know... She's fucking Drew Barrymore. She's on drugs. She's on drugs at this point. Drinking and shit. She ain't interested in a wooden toy. Uh, so she says, that's <laughs> that's a load of bollocks. Um, let's go and kill a man. And uh, he says, no, there is good in all of us. And he's still there with his idiotic fucking ideology. When's he start singing? Oh, not yet. No, is that oh, later? Fucking hell, yeah. Pat Morita does a song. Shit, man. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, yeah, then Barnaby turns up and says, uh, take, there he is, get him, take the evil. And they take the little um, gizzard, your gizzard of gargantuan. Yeah. <laughs> Which, they, tie, yeah. they tie up the toy master. And he says, Barnaby, you are a taker in the land of giving. What does that mean? Is that a, it's like a yeah. homosexual? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's prison talk, that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is, anyway. <laughs> and uh, Barnaby just fucks off and leaves his little midget crow. And He's says, just flapping about says, the place. He says, it's all yours. All yours, you one-eyed bird fuck. Um, one-eyed bird fuck, actually, is a film I was in. I didn't remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very low budget. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it's like, well, what, what's what's he expecting that bird thing to do? Because it can't fucking do anything. All it does is sort of like sort of jump around and peck at nothing. Yeah, I guess he's trying to eat them. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't work because all they do is just put the ropes in its mouth and it just pecks the ropes off and they're free. Yeah, don't they paint his eye? Yeah, yeah. Pat Marita paints black. Put fucking black paint in a massive eye. Of How much crow? would that hurt? A lot. That would really hurt. So that they can't, you can't spy anymore. You see. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it and blinded the, a fucking it, animal. Yeah, it's Pat just, Marita, the the all good toy master, has just smeared paint into an animal's eye, and then locked it in a crate and jumped on top of it. Oh well, 
<laughs> and they ended up getting caught again anyway, don't they, straight away, when they go and fucking... Yeah, they go into the forest. They go into the forest, and they also... This is Lisa and Georgie, because the Toy Master's refusing to fucking leave his house. He's still not part of it. Um, and uh, they also fall foul of the Barnaby shaft. And down they go, into the fucking same cell. Yeah. How are all these shafts leading to the same shaft? shafts lead to Barnaby's undercarriage. They do. But um, this actually makes way for the worst fucking scene in the film now. It fucking does, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, dear yeah. me. And if, if it's not bad enough, wait till you fucking don't bother watching this bit. <laughs> he unleashes some of the juice, some of the evil juice. Yes, the evil gas. Into the cell that they're all in, and they all start turning into these troll things that are down there with, with them. They're, like, covered in sticks and shit. And they'll start just, like, growling and, like, Georgie... Yeah, they'll start to choke, don't they? Yeah, Georgie turns into, you know, what he's probably, you know, in the night time when he's on the prowl. Yeah. This is what he's like. Yeah, when he's at the orphanage. Yeah. Yeah, looking for the marmalade kids. Yeah, that's him. uh, Yeah, except, except Lisa. Lisa doesn't seem to be affected by this gas. But why? I'll tell you why. Because she's from Cincinnati. <laughs> of all fucking things. <laughs> and then they, she starts singing the Cincinnati song. Remember that fantastic song we all enjoyed from earlier? Don't give in to it. Fight it. Mary, don't give in to it. Fight it. You mustn't. Jack. Georgie. Don't breathe it. Just don't breathe it. Just fight it. You must. You too, Lisa. Nothing's happening to me. I guess I'm immune because I've read... Cincinnati. And one at a time, she gets everyone to join in, and they all start singing like they're deaf people. <laughs> the best tongue in O-H-I-O, Ohio, USA. Come on, And then suddenly stop being deaf and start to sing normally. And they're cured by the power of singing of Cincinnati. Cincinnati. The fucking hell is going on. They named it Cincinnati, Cincinnati, so they say. The girls are pretty, pretty in this pretty little city. The fellas are the feisty, Anyway, we go back to the factory. They end up back at the factory. Georgie slips over on absolutely nothing lots of times. Mm. There's nothing on the ground. He just keeps slipping over on nothing. There's a car chase. um, um, By the way, Barnaby's got evil cars that are slightly darker purple. So they're not the pink and yellow cars that everyone else has got. They've got dark purple pink. Yeah, with white flowers on them. Yeah, they've still got flowers on them, obviously. Must be the, uh, the distributor. He puts them on. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, he's evil. He wouldn't have them on. 
Yeah, and it's like a bumper car chase. Yeah. And it goes on for fucking ages. It, this is, yeah, this they takes a while. They just drive around the same streets, and it's the same uh, supposed comedy moment where he drives through the middle of Zack and Mac. Everyone else is fucked off at this point. They're not even driving <laughs> around the same place. They've gone. And they're just driving around in a circle. He keeps driving between them. They're high-fiving each other. It's it's like it's fucking terrible. Really hated this bit. Yeah. And I hated all of it, but this bit, I was fucking furious by this. I only like I started hitting the wall to Pete at this point, <laughs> trying calling for help. But he was only he was only like half an hour into it by then. <laughs> He's still got another two hours left. <laughs> he was in no position to help me. I think imagining Pete dressed as Georgie Porgy, it looks like how big a fan he is of this just, film. Uh, just eating a big gingerbread man, life-size gingerbread <laughs> Six man. Six-foot gingerbread <laughs> man. He's got in his house. <laughs> Surrounded by fucking soldiers. That's Pete. Yeah, so eventually they get to the fucking end of this fucking car chase that takes forever. And they go and see the Toy Master, and this is Pat Morita's big moment. He's still fucking useless, though, isn't he? Well, yeah, because it... And this is this is what I was talking about before with the taglines, is the whole thing of this film, most, you know, when you, most people do Christmas films, they talk about, like, oh, it's family and bringing people together and, you know, all that sort of stuff, goodwill to all man. This film wants you to, like, it's all about toys. You need yeah. to believe in toys and believe. toys... Yeah, and toys will... Save you. Will be there. Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah, they totally miss the point of Christmas and go with the commercial aspect of you need to buy toys. That's the only thing that'll save you and make your kids happy. I'll tell you what will save you. Pat Morita miming to a fucking song. Yeah, it will. <laughs> oh, this is an absolute fucking travesty, this. This is an absolute abortion you know, from you know, Pat Morita. You know when you watch Karate Kid, right? And you thought, that's all very well and good. But I wonder if he can sing. No. Well, he can't, no. And that's why they get somebody else to do it. You know in um, Robin Hood, Men in Tights? Yes. Yeah, that's what this bit reminded me of, <laughs> that sort of song where he just holds her over the uh, over his arm and just shouts into her <laughs> face. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this song's like. Pat Morita can't even mime a song. No. In time to the song. And I don't know whether this is an analogy, an uh, allegory of... Uh, Drew Barrymore. But they're saying that she was never a child. She mm. never had time to be a child. This is her character, Lisa, by the way. So I'm not... not uh, yeah, Pat Marie is not dropping fucking yeah. bombshells. We're not, we're not, di not dishing out uh, judgment on life or yeah. anything. But uh, they're saying that the character of Lisa never had time to be a child. She grew up too fast and um, never enjoyed childhood because she had too much responsibility, too many pressures on top. Oh, my God, isn't that true? And she says, I want to believe. I grew up too fast. But then she does say that she did keep Teddy. And uh, everyone's like, oh, well, fucking hell, that's good. And, uh, yeah, that, that seems to be okay then. And says, it's awful. Do you want to believe? In toys? Yeah. Not in, like, an, like a feeling or an essence. Or... No, she wants to believe how important toys are. Yes. That, that's that's the thing, you see. It's you an unbelievable it, thing to put in a kid's film. Yeah, so so now that you understand how important toys are, um, you can save the world. If you can see through the eyes of a child A wonderful world that children see Be 
believe you, me, you will never grow old. You will always be free to be beguiled. If you can think with the mind of a child, believe and be lost in fantasy. Believe you, me, that's more precious than gold. You will always hold in your childlike mind precious dreams other folks don't find. If you, like me, can think and see through the wandering, wandering eyes and mind. Yeah, Teddy's a was it a fucking stuffed elephant or some shite? No, it's a fucking Teddy. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, she is holding a stuffed elephant at some point. When she gets home, she's given a Teddy immediately. Spoilers. <laughs> what she is given as well, an army. Yes, the monsters are coming, and the ta- and that's announced by the town crier. He's yeah. out on the streets with his bell, shouting, Monsters are coming, the monsters are coming. Everyone barricades the streets. Yeah, with chairs and cakes and shit. And with a uh, jack-in-a-box, who want... hides in his own box. If I think it's the third time he does it yeah. in the film. He's like opens up, looks out, thinks, shit, here come some monsters. Hides back in his box. The townspeople use him in the box to barricade the street. So they sacrifice this jack-in-the-box as a barricade (laughs) because he's in a box, so fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, he opens it again, sees they are approaching, shits himself, perhaps perishes. We don't know. I think so. I hope so. And then suddenly, suddenly... Oh, hang on a minute. What are the fucking bears doing? The bear police? uh, They're miming uh, shock. Yeah, they're like tap, like hitting the top of their heads, like yeah, they don't know what to they, do. They can't believe it. They've never experienced such unrest. Yeah, of course they haven't. It's fucking Toyland. That's true. Yeah, but uh, then there's toy soldiers. The toy soldiers come out of the cupboard, and there's fucking hundreds of them. Yeah. Why the hell would he have this many of them? I don't know. I say, what is he doing with these things? Well, hundreds. It's like you can understand, like if he's got a cupboard and he's got about six of them, and they're just not as popular, so he's still got six. But he's got hundreds and hundreds of the fucking things. And we should say that it's it's Lisa's newfound belief in toys that animates these into action. Of course it is, yeah. She believes that toys exist now, even though she's in a place called Toyland. Yeah. She's believed that fucking, like, rabbits are man size and walking around on fucking back legs and got jobs and shit. But only now does she believe toys exist. Yes, because she didn't before, and I'm not sure I do now. Um, anyway, yeah, they remove the barricades really quickly. Uh, they just take the barricades off again and just throw them to the floor. The toy master comes marching out of his workshop like a fucking idiot. <laughs> if he was walking properly, then they'd have they'd have intercepted them a long time ago. But he's walking like almost on the spot. That's how fast he's walking. And he gives a speech a little bit like Hitler in uh, Downfall. And yeah. he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's just like, with courage, they can be beaten. They will be beaten! <laughs> and he's like, all right, calm down. <laughs> Honestly, and he's moving his arms around. He's giving us all the bloody... It's like fucking Hitler. Right there. The <laughs> toy master. Anyway, yeah, so he's, uh, he's um, 
organise his troops. And uh, one thing that they've got in uh, their favour is that all of the soldiers have fucking guns and cannons, which none of the bad guys have. The bad guys are just walking towards them. Slowly. And they're, and they're shooting them and firing cannons at them. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. Who made the ammunition? He's also arms dealer. Yeah, so, yeah, so he's, got, he's got fucking firearms and everything. So not only with courage will they be beaten, but with all of these like ammunition and firearms that we've got, they will also be beaten. Uh, presumably, I, I believe, out of boredom, the monsters just fuck off. It's a good thing he made these, because those wooden fucking dolls in doing a little pirouette wouldn't have done fuck no, all, No, no. The, the, the monsters just walk off, anyway. Yeah, they've had enough. At one point, they, they walk off, and then we cut back to the townspeople, and there's a, a giant rabbit, and he's brandishing a cucumber. I don't know if you saw that. Well, that's Georgie Porgy's yeah, uh, other half, I think. <laughs> just waving it, just like... Grrr, yeah. Just waving a cucumber at him. Yeah, and then I think there's like a raccoon with a saucepan or some shit. Yeah, Georgie Porgy throws Zack and Mac out of town. Keanu Reeves beats up uh, his elderly uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Punches him to the fucking floor about my, four or five times. My note is, at some point, it's just beating up an old man, this, <laughs> yeah. this bit. Yeah, Keanu Reeves just beats him to the floor several times. <laughs> um, Nothing says Christmas quite like beating your elderly uncle to the ground. Little Lisa, she tells the trolls that it was Barnaby that made you evil. The Toy Master banishes Barnaby forever. And uh, I don't know who gives him that. Yeah, he, he says you you can't do that, and he's like, "No, you're probably right." <laughs> but, <laughs> but still, uh, but it, but still, off you go. And he's like, "Okay, then, fair enough." And the trolls all like attack them. And- yeah, and they just sort of envelop them. Uh, he says, "You did it, Lisa. You remembered your childhood." And I've written all some shit, which yes. I think he says. It's the essence of it. Yeah, you set the soldiers free. Uh, what I, I did right there was, uh, unfortunately, the soldiers then run amok after they've had a taste for blood. And they are the only ones with weapons. And uh, they take over the town and make it far worse than Barnaby ever could. That'd be brilliant. Yeah, they run it in the town of tyranny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they have the taste of power and life for the first time since they were made. And, uh, yeah. They realise free will. Yeah, and they absolutely ravaged the place. Yeah. Yes, that's what it should have happened. Unfortunately, what we get instead is a shit song and a second attempt at a wedding. Toyland is finally free of evil. You've done it, Lisa. Me? Yes. You remember the eternal dream of childhood? You believe you set the toy soldiers free.
so beautiful. For you. But yeah, we have another wedding, and this time the soldiers, they got their swords out and they do a salute. Yeah, which I thought it would have been good if they just, just slashed everyone to death. Yeah. But no, it's Mary and it's Jack, and it's, it's their turn to get married. Jack doesn't bother getting changed. No, no, she does. She's got a full fucking dress. She's got a massive bloody headdress on and everything. Justice Grimm says, I'll visit your planet, Cincinnati, and uh, gives a little cheeky wink. Like, uh, he's some sort of paedophile going to go and join her in the night. Um, then Keanu Reeves, <laughs> Keanu Reeves shouts in his in his big Bill and Ted moment, "Hurry, Lisa! You must leave immediately." <laughs> you know, like thanks for all that, but fuck off. Yeah, yeah, and just tries to get rid of her. Uh, so she jumps on the back of a sleigh. Turns out to be Santa's sleigh. She's like, "Wait, where's the toy master? It's him." He turns around and goes like, that. "It's me, bitch." Yeah, it's uh, like Asian Japanese Santa. Yeah, and then she says, bye, Georgie. He waves. At that point, when she says, bye, Georgie, and turns around, we get a cut from in front of uh, Pat Morita, and he rearranges his balls. Does he? He does, yeah. Nice. He puts his hand between his legs and just sort of like just moves his balls to one side. And they kept that in. <laughs> and I watched it twice to make sure I hadn't just dreamt it. Yes, yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. She says, bye, Georgie. And then Pat Morita just moves his balls to one side and then carries on with the scene. <laughs> and uh, and then he says, we'll take the Milky Way all the way. Hmm. And then they go, woo! It's the shittest let's go with a silhouette across the moon I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, and it's like wooden yeah, reindeer. Yeah, the, the reindeer, the legs aren't moving. It's fucking nothing's <laughs> happening whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely terrible. And that's it. And then, and then we, uh, we we come back to uh, the mum waking Lisa up. She's dead, unfortunately, from the crash. Brain dead. Yeah, she's dead on the couch. As were we after watching this film. Yeah, she, she's, uh, she doesn't wake up at all, unfortunately. And uh, she has died. Yeah. It was all a dream just before she died. No, no, she does wake up and she says, oh, everyone's there. And she says, where's Joey? And they said, unfortunately, he's dead. Yeah. We rushed back after we heard about your accident. Yeah, and we crashed as well due to the blizzard and uh, and for, he perished. Yeah. Only joking. He's fine as well. Stop being such a worrier and be a child for once in your fucking life, you drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this was... Uh... Sort of Wizard of Oz, wasn't it? This, this is yeah. the ending they've gone for. Although, although we don't see Joey again, so he may be dead. That may just be just trying to cheer her up. Maybe he never existed, and the mom's a psychopath. She certainly seems to be. Yeah. Mama. Oh, we were so worried about you, darling. Oh, I'm so happy to be home. Where's little Joey? Oh, Lisa, stop acting like a mother. He's upstairs sleeping. Warm and toasty in his little bed. We're just so happy that you're all right. Oh, Mary, Jack and George, you're all here. I'm so happy to see everybody again. I was in this town filled with talking toys and, and Mother Goose people. And horrible monsters tried to eat me alive. Well, of course they did, honey. 
Oh, that reminds me. I must call the pest control people. Oh, the Barney from the store was the worst monster of the lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, he was. He was. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So that's it. She tells him of the dream. Uh, and basically what she's learned is to stay young, be good, and believe. That's the whole fucking thing. And then underneath the tree, there's a small toy soldier. I hated this. And this toy soldier salutes and she smiles and then we cut to the toy town everyone in toy town waving and then like a helicopter flies off or some shit with the camera on it and uh, that's the big pan away and it's the end oh mom the tree is so beautiful as beautiful as all the things the toy master taught me oh he must be a very wise man he was he taught me that it was in our hearts that we must stay young and try to be good. And above all, we must believe. And then we'll always have a Merry Christmas and everything, won't we? Always and always and always. So fucking festive after watching that. Is there anything more festive? You, it, which is more festive, this or Invasion USA? Invasion USA. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, because this was shot in the middle of the summer. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> no, it's got Chuck Norris in it. What's more festive than not giving into terrorism? Uh, giving into consumerism, Ken, I believe, which is what this film's doing and yeah, telling this you. Film is tr- it's, it's the same as terrorism. Isn't consumerism just the similar thing? Isn't it marketing terrorism? Whose side was Pat Morita really on? What, with his sex dungeon full of wooden men? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a question to ponder as we bring this episode of the podcast to a close. <laughs> really? Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> So what did you think of this week's episode? What did you think of this week's film? The 1986 version of Babes in Toyland. There's about five versions of this film. I wonder if they're all as good as this one. I will not be watching the rest. If you have, let us know. Email address badmoviecourtgmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. If you want to discuss this week's episode with other cult members, well, you can. You just need to search the Bad Movie Cult discussion group on Facebook. All links will be available in the show notes. What did you think to uh, comparing it to the Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny? Do you think this is better? Do you think it's worse? Do you think it's about the same? I'm going to say it's the same. Both are equally unenjoyable. <laughs> Shit songs. Awful people dressed as fucking animals. Well, this one had Pat Morita. I'll give it that. If you enjoyed the podcast and are wondering how to support us, all we ask is that you leave a like, follow or subscribe on whatever platform it is you listen to us on. And if you could leave us a rating or review, it's an absolutely massive help in getting us found by new listeners. And that's what we're after. We want new listeners. We want new cult members. It can't just be me and Ken just talking to each other. It usually is. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website. That's www.badmoviecult.com. Join us again next week, where we'll be back. Normal service will resume. We'll be back with, I guess at this point, it's going to be the best and worst of the year. It should be, shouldn't it? Yeah, got to get that fucking sorted. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder where this will turn up. (laughs) See you next week, everybody. Merry Christmas, you bastards. Merry Christmas.
What's Georgie doing during all this? Fingering his ass. 